With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jeff Katz, News Radio 1140 WRVA. It is Monday. Oh, I know, I know, I know. We're back at it. What are you going to do? Beginning another week. Country's safer, which is a good thing. Oh, and you're a bigot. You didn't even know that, did you? Apparently, you're a bigot. Now, I only learned that yesterday. What was it, like 10 o'clock last night? Montel Williams. Do you remember him? He used to have a, uh, uh, a television talk show like, uh, I don't know, what would you compare? Like a Maury Povich or a Jerry Springer kind of a show. And now he does these uh, television things. Like he does commercials for some, isn't it a payday loaning or lending operation? And I think he he does like an infomercial for some juice thing that's supposed to cure disease or something like that. Uh, well, anyway, I, I don't have any relationship with, with him. I, I, let me rephrase that. I didn't until last night. And there was, as you may have been aware, there, there was all sorts of discussion involving the executive order that said, uh we're going to be enforcing a law from back in 2015. Yeah. Now, that's not the way it's being described. The way it's being described, of course, is Trump's Muslim ban, which is way easier to say than there's an executive order directing that we enforce a law. And the law itself, by the way, is like 15 words long, the title of it. But Trump's Muslim ban just, you know, that comes so much easier off the tongue. And uh, Trump's Muslim ban and Trump's Muslim ban. and So I, I just, I, I tweeted last night, hey, so you're aware, number one, there is no Muslim ban, despite what some of these political bottom feeders, the Terry McAuliffe's and the Mark Herring's of the world are trying to have you believe there is no Muslim ban. None. Zero. And this whole thing, just so you know, is President Trump issuing an executive order to say that the Department of Homeland Security should be enforcing a law from 2015 that was signed by former President Barack Obama. I'm sorry to have to be the one to break it to you. That's the truth. That's it. It would be so much more interesting if it really were a ban on certain people practicing a certain religion. Oh, my God, that would be an amazing story. But it's not. So anyway, I I tweeted that. And the next thing you know, Montel's spokesflack is accusing me of... uh, or I'm sorry, he's not accusing me. He, he tells me I should go back to dealing with right-wing nut jobs. 
Okay. I, and that's you, by the way. Just so you know. In case you were, in case you were curious who he was talking it's you. And, uh, oh, then he asked me, he says, where is your law degree from? And as I'm sitting there getting ready to tweet back, because I looked at his bio, apparently the same place as yours is. I thought, ah, never mind. You know, what am I going to do? Am I really going to lose sleep over some guy I never heard of? And then I say, oh, by the way, and before I can even finish my tweet, now I got Montel Williams beating the crap out of me on Twitter. Why? Your listeners are bigots and right-wing nutjobs. Again, with right-wing nutjobs. So, again, he's talking about you, not me. I'm just a bad guy, apparently, for having listeners who are bigots and right-wing nutjobs. But I don't think he actually said I was a right-wing nutjob, did he? Didn't say I was, but my listeners are. So I, I just so you know, I was offended on your behalf. I really was. And I would have done something, but frankly, it was getting late. And you know, what the hell am I going to do? It's Montel. What do I care? But I'm telling you, they've lost their mind. The left wing is, is just, good God. It's, <sighs> do you ever see that show Intervention? I think it's on A&E. Where there are people who are addicts of some sort. Sometimes it's chemical. Sometimes it's uh, behavioral. But there's the intervention. The family gets together and says, hey, listen, these people are going to kill themselves. They're going to die. You're going to die from this, this thing that's going, we got to step in here and help you. That's kind of how I feel. Looking at the folks on the left right about now. Now, I may not agree with your issues, or certainly your perspectives, right? I, I wouldn't agree with your perspectives on things. But if you've listened to this program for more than 10 seconds, you know that I absolutely positively will defend your right to speak freely. I will stand up on your behalf, even though I don't agree with you. But I'm worried now. I really am. I am worried that people are are literally losing their minds. They're like totally crazy. And this is the latest example. Trump's Muslim ban. Uh, And you know it's an important issue because it has a hashtag. Hashtag Muslim ban. Hashtag Muslim ban. And you know if it's got a hashtag, obviously it's got to be true. And I'm thinking, people, please, you're losing it. But you're not even losing it over something legitimate. See, that's the other thing. If you were going totally nuts and it was a real thing, again, I might not agree with you. I might not think that your, your decision on this was necessarily well thought out, but... I, I would be willing to defend your right to be passionately in disagreement. That's okay. I don't have a problem with that. I really honestly don't. But, man, it's delusional. And it's, it's like a sickness has infected a whole bunch of people. And I don't know what the underlying cause is. You just don't like Trump? Okay, look. Wasn't my first choice. And, and I get, well, Jeff, we're going to oppose That's okay. Feel free to oppose stuff. I just don't think you can make stuff up. That's where I am on this. When push comes to shove, at the end of the day, I just don't think you can make stuff up. I think you can, with with every fiber of your being, say, Jeff, I I don't agree with this action. Okay. I'm going to disagree with you, but I think you have every right in the world to say, yeah, I disagree with it. And again, 
I'm going to be that guy. I'm going to defend your right to disagree. But when you're just making it up, Jeff, this is a ban on Muslims. No, it isn't. It isn't. It isn't in any way. And I, I honestly would defy you to take a look through the executive order and find anything that even is remotely connected to that phrase. Jeff, look at those countries. Were there ever any, any terrorists that came from those countries? How did, you know, Trump put that list together because he's got business interests in all the other Muslim countries. And you go, I don't know how to break this to you. Trump didn't actually put the list together. This was the list that was put together by the United States Senate and the Obama intelligence apparatus. This predates Trump by a couple of years. So, again, you can disagree with it. I am totally cool with you disagreeing. But you can't make stuff up. We are in the midst of Trump's Muslim ban. That's what I heard over the weekend. I watched as uh, self-serving politicians, two that come to mind right off the bat, Mark Herring and Terry McAuliffe, took part in all sorts of shows, heading to, uh, to Dulles and traveling around. Oh, my God, this is, this is appalling. It's awful. It's a ban on Muslims, and we won't stand for it. All that I have heard for, seems now like, what, the last 48 hours has been report after report and presented as news, presented as news, talking about Trump's Muslim ban. One of the leading hashtags on Twitter at the moment, hashtag Muslim ban. You're hearing it in the news. You're seeing it in the news. You're watching it on social media. You're hearing that there is a ban on Muslims coming into this country, correct? What else are you hearing? Can you tell me, because I'm trying to filter through all this, and in just a second, I'm going to share with you some of the facts, which I got to tell you are not nearly as sexy or as interesting or as colorful as a, as a so-called Muslim ban. Uh, Ryan's down in Chesterfield. Ryan, welcome to News Radio 1140 WRVA. Hey, thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Um, so I'm hearing a couple things about this Muslim ban, and one one is that it's not a Muslim ban; it's a ban on places that are dangerous to the United States. Okay. And it's about seven countries on that list. Uh huh. And that's that's the one misconception I'm hearing. It's not about Muslims; it's about danger to the United States. Okay. Um, the other thing is that the um, that's the big thing that I wanted to say. All right, thank you. Let me grab uh, Donald, who's down at Colonial Heights. Donald, welcome to News Radio 1140 WRVA. Good afternoon. I heard that in December of 2016, Obama signed a law, a 15, the 15th, Obama signed a law, which is essentially the same thing that Trump is doing right now. It included the seven, the seven countries uh-huh. and uh, said that Trump added Syria to it. It's basically the same thing. There's a couple small twists, but not that much. All right, and where are you hearing that? Say, on Colonial Heights. No, I understand you're in Colonial Heights. Where are you hearing it? I read it on Drudge. Uh, okay. All right, let me grab Jonathan, who's in Chesterfield. Jonathan, welcome to News Radio 1140 WRVA. How's it going, man? From what I've heard, it's not a ban on Muslims entering the country. It's a ban on any individual coming from a predominantly Muslim country. Until we have a better way to cipher whether they are 
legit or if they're here to cause chaos. Okay, so you are hearing that it is a ban on people coming from predominantly Muslim nations, okay? Uh, Mark in Petersburg, welcome to News Radio 1140, WRVA. Hey, Jeff, I got two thoughts here. Number one, the media is leaving out one word, which is temporary. It's not a permanent ban. It's a temporary ban. Mm-hmm. And the other thought is these are seven countries that the Obama administration have identified yeah. as being a hotbed for terrorists. You're right. You're right. But, but what about this ban on Muslim people? It's not, it's not a ban on Muslim people. We have Muslim people here in this country. But we don't want oh, any right. more. Isn't that what this is all about? It's to say we, we can't we don't have room for a single solitary additional Muslim person. Well, if I can add a third thought. Sure, go ahead. Okay. Is is all right. How are we paying for this? Bringing these people here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's a good question, but you're you you are right on the first two parts as you as you know. Okay. Um this is a ban, if you will, if that's the word we want to use, that ranges from 30 to 120 days. The whole thing disappears in 120 days. Okay. There's no mention of any religion whatsoever because religion is not a part right. of this. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And you're absolutely correct. It wasn't the Trump administration that identified these countries. These were initially identified in a law from 2015, which was then signed by then-President Obama. Hang on a second. You may want to take a nap while I do while you you might doze off as I tell you the name of it the the visa waiver program improvement and terrorist travel prevention act of 2015 right right I agree that's what did it and uh, yep. it was updated in 2016 again by the Obama administration to add Libya Somalia and Yemen originally on the list were Iraq Iran Sudan and Syria all that Trump's executive order says is, hey, remember that law from two years ago? We're going to enforce it for the next 30 to 120 days because we've right. got to get a handle on this. And then after that, it's back to business as usual. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Exactly. Mark, I appreciate the call. I'm telling you, Muslim ban. Hashtag Muslim ban. Dude, that's a hell of a hashtag. That's an interesting one. It's colorful. It's sexy. It's also not true. Stephen is up in the uh, center of the universe, Ashlyn. Hey, Stephen, welcome to News Radio 1140 WRVA. Hey, Jeff, thanks for taking my call. Sure. So the Muslim ban, uh, as I understand it to be, is actually a ban on immigration from countries that don't have a vetting process that meets our standards currently. And that's what the 120 days is, is that's for them to get that in order Mm -hmm. before they can start sending people back to the U.S. That's yeah. the way I've interpreted it, which sounds completely reasonable to me. It, 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 you're, you're right. Now, if you have listened to this program at any point, describing me as reasonable or as a diehard Donald Trump supporter, neither one of those phrases would come trippingly from your tongue, would it? No, I don't think so. But here's the reality. This is a reasonable approach. Reasonable approach has nothing to do with religion, D- despite... <laughs> Here's one, Marcus. Marcus is a Trump hater on Twitter. God, I, I look forward to his things. He says, I, I read Trump didn't ban countries he does business in. Well, that's not true. Again, Team Trump, hate him all you want. I don't really care. I'm not here to be an apologist for them. Hate him all you want. They didn't come up with the list. This was like a copy and paste thing. 
They looked at the law from 2015. They looked at the update from the Obama administration in 2016. And the question that was asked is, hey, do we have a handle on this? And the general consensus was, no, not really, boss. And he said, okay, then here's what we're going to do. For the next 30 days, we're going to say you can't come in with this. I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. Should it have applied to people with green cards? Well, that's a good question. I don't think it should have. And as we look at this unfold, it appears as if it never really was meant to apply to people with green cards. But there were some folks, perhaps, maybe overzealous. So, oh, can't come in, can't come in. But understand this. On the day it goes into effect, there are 325,000 people traveling via air. 325,000 people in the United States traveling via air. There were approximately 100 people throughout the entire United States who were delayed as a result of this. Again, you can hate Trump all you want. This is, this is not a disaster. This is not fascism. And it's not a Muslim ban. It's not even close to any of those things. And of course, we are in the midst of Trump's Muslim ban. Now, the facts, of course, don't bear that out, but what are you going to do, right? Uh, Again, I started by simply asking you, what had you heard about Trump's Muslim ban? Jamie is out in Charlottesville. Jamie, welcome to News Radio 1140 WRVA. Hey, Jeff. Thanks for taking the call. I appreciate what you do. I'm actually traveling through Richmond on my way back from Charlottesville. Uh But I wanted to let you know that this weekend, President Sullivan sent an email out to the entire university community, and I'm an employee of the university. Okay. And uh, two interesting takeaways from that uh, communication. The first is she was very careful this time not to reference Mr. Jefferson because the last time she did that <laughs> after the election, there was incredible backlash about that. Yeah. Um, so no, no mention of Jefferson this time. But the overall tone of the email is very adversarial, and she actually comments on how the university will band together with other universities to fight this. So I'll forward you a copy of the email so you can kind of see the language. Yeah, please do. Um, please what's do. interesting to me is that, you know, as you mentioned at the beginning of this segment, our two top elected officials in Virginia are clearly signaling that they're going to fight this. And yep. then our universities, which are publicly funded, right. are going to fight this. Now, I still haven't heard if we're going to get puppies in Charlottesville for any of the students that are deeply concerned about this issue, but who knows what email may come tomorrow. Yeah. Well, now, I do have to tell you, if you are headed to Charlottesville tomorrow at 12 noon, the mayor of Charlottesville is going to declare it a sanctuary city, so you don't want to miss that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they'll be talking about moving the statue and everything else that's uh, currently brewing in Charlottesville. Yeah, exactly. No, I, seriously, tomorrow at noon, I was told, I got, uh, got a call earlier today, somebody, hey, If you have a chance, 12 noon tomorrow, the mayor in Charlottesville will make it official. Charlottesville is going to be a sanctuary city. Now, once it becomes a sanctuary city, I would imagine that the puppies for the uh, for the uh, students at UVA should probably be be on the way. Uh, Doug, welcome to News Radio 1140 WRVA. Hey, how you doing, Jeff? Fine, thank you. Uh, I just wanted to point out that uh, the reason this has to be a Muslim ban from from their perspective. Yeah. Is is that um, it's un- unconstitutional? So that's that's you know that's the that involves the establishment clause and all of that, and that you can fight in court. So 
that's the reasoning behind calling it a Muslim ban. That's all there is to it. Yeah, now I'm just curious. The same folks were fighting this Muslim ban when uh, President Obama enacted his Muslim ban, because this is word for word uh, what, uh, what President Obama did. Uh, how, were, how were they when it came time to uh, file that lawsuit? Were they successful in that? Um, I am, I, I am not sure to tell you the truth. Yeah. Uh, I don't believe so. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll tell you why they weren't successful in fighting that in court. You know why? No. Because they didn't fight it in court. Because, right. because they looked at it and said, well, the pre- President Obama's doing this. We're on board with that. My old friend Sequana, she is a uh, practitioner of the dark arts, you know. She is an attorney. Not just any kind of attorney, by the way. She's a Commonwealth's attorney. So she's, she's, she's one of the good lawyers. But she says, Jeff, my mom is terrified because she's an immigrant. I actually had to explain to her the facts from fiction. Jeff, the facts matter. Absolutely. Look, just so you know, Sequana and I are on different sides of issues politically. Although her husband agrees with me, as he should. Uh, But that being said, there's an awful lot of fear-mongering going on. And the hashtaggery. Why? Hashtag Muslim Muslim bad. Now now we've we've summed it up for everybody. Nobody needs to look any further. Gang, i got to tell you something. you got to look a lot further. There are a lot of details here. A lot of details. Is this whole thing set up to perhaps benefit Christians? That's another charge that's being leveled against the president. That one, hmm, maybe that one is close to the truth. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.